Welcome to Belly Up to the Par, the podcast where myself, Tim, and my co-host, Matt, listen to the 90s alt band Belly and play a little disc golf. Today we have a couple of guests with us. First off is host of both Frisky Discs and Young Nerd Old Punk, Kelly. What up? And professional podcast guest, Bethany. Hello. 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 Did that make you nervous? No, it's Uh, it's been about a month since we recorded the season finale of Frisky Discs. What have you been up to, Kelly? Anything new? Nothing too new. I moved downtown, but other than that, I don't know if that happened during Frisky Discs. (laughs) I don't know what her timeline is. But other than that, nothing too new. Want to give the address? (laughs) Yes. 555-1212. That's a phone number. I know. That's not an address. (laughs) I live in the phone. Oh... Anything you want to share, Bethany? Third time disc golfing this summer. Oh, oh. significant <laughs> drop from last oh, season's participation. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what's what's new with you this week, Matt? Anything? Nothing really. Yeah, same here. I don't know if you guys have heard though. I got older. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Matt <I> did know. <laughs> that wasn't what I was going to share, but it's good to hear because you're closer to being dead finally. Damn right. Don't we all get older every minute? Exactly. <laughs> Real insightful, guys. Anyways, I don't know if you heard this week. There's a newborn seal pup at the Blank Park Zoo. What name did you vote for? And they're specifically asking what name this group of people want to vote for. So here's the options. Gogo, Felix, Neil, Hudson, or Monty. What is your choice? Kelly, since you already know about this. I already voted, and I voted for Neil the Seal because I love <laughs> Neil rhymes. Neil the Seal. It was, it was uh, the best uh, name. It was as close to Bodie McBoatface that I could take. <laughs> right. What about you, Matt? Who are you choosing? I'm a fan of Felix. Just Felix the Seal. Yeah. I agree, Felix. Yeah. you got two Felix fans in mm-hmm. the house. Wow. I actually like Hudson. Hudson the Seal sounds like a cartoon character to me, <laughs> so that's why I chose that one. Oh, yeah, it does. All right, well, Kelly's been here before. She was on, what was it, Side A of Star you joined us? Yes. I think it was Side A, yeah. Yeah, Side A of Star. Uh, Bethany's first time, so just to kind of give you an idea of what we're up to next. Uh, every week, Matt or myself comes up with a question musically based to learn more about our musical tastes. This week's question was, what band or bands do your parents listen to that you are also a fan of? I can start. I know, like, one of my earlier music memories is listening to Puddle of Mud with my mom on VH1. Puddle of Mud! Uh, the song Blurry is, like, my first favorite song I remember. I love this and better I than listen- TLC. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> and I listened to it with my mom, and it played, like, every morning before I went to school when uh, I was, like, four or five. Are you sure she didn't record it and play it for you every day before school? No, because I knew how to use the VCR. I wouldn't be tricked that easy. Right, okay. Gotcha. Uh, call bullshit. Too bright for that one. <laughs> Nothing with my dad. My mom likes everything I like. And with Jason's parents, probably Nickelback. <laughs> Nickelback. Oh. Like Nickelback? I mean, he's five. But you don't... I mean, actively not, hate it. I think we're really looking for one that you're an actual fan of, oh. not just you both listen to. Well, then nothing. <laughs> so I mostly grew up... My mom listened to Christian music. Ooh. In fact, she listened to WJIE, where Jesus is exalted. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so heard that a lot in her... Her car, uh, but my dad, you know, he was more into rock and roll. He was maybe a hippie at some point. There's pictures that point to it happening, mm-hmm. but he's also in the military, so that doesn't make any sense. So, 
Mostly his, I think his three biggest were Stones, CCR, uh-huh. and uh, Three Dog Night. And I don't think you can complain about any of those bands, as far as I'm concerned. I can still listen to any of them today. Oh, Kelly, do you not like one of those you bands? You know those bands are good because both of them have played at the Delaware County. Of two of them, two of the three, have played at the Delaware County Fair in Manchester, Iowa. <laughs> nice. So within CCR the last and Three Dog Night. Yeah, <laughs> like, how did Kelly pick two? Uh, actually, I think Three Dog Night's pretty underrated. I think if you throw that, like, their greatest hits album, I don't remember what it's called, I think if you throw it on for anybody, they're going to be like, oh, I, I like this. Like, it's very good music. So, Matt, what'd you come up with this week? So, it took me a bit to figure it out. Um, <laughs> Tim's going to laugh at one, but I will agree with, C- with CCR. I don't think I'll laugh as hard as I did a puddle of mud. No, you might, because <laughs> uh, the other one is Meatloaf. God damn it, Meatloaf sucks. I think we've talked about this. Meatloaf we have. Is terrible. We have discussed like we this at length. Like, maybe we're going to argue about it again. It's it's robbery. The bad out of hell cover. It is bullshit that that cover goes to that album. Any kid that doesn't know anything about music, he goes in there and sees this album called Bad Out of Hell. I got to get this thing. It looks amazing. This is going to be the heaviest shit I've ever heard. And it's then not. you put the album on and it's straight not that. It's <laughs> it's misrepresenting what is on that album. If you have no other information other than the album cover. I will agree with that. All right. Why do you like me, though? I don't know. I just I think it's because I grew up with it. I mean, it's the same reason, like, Nicole and I have discussed this as well. And I think it's because we grew up listening to it so much that it's just ingrained in our psyche that... Wife is the same way. That sounds yeah. like a cult. Yeah, no... The wife is the same exact way. Yeah. Her dad loved Meatloaf, and she told me one time that she liked Meatloaf, and I had the same exact reaction. I don't know why. I really hate that fucking album. It pisses me off. Because <laughs> you picked it up. I didn't, though. I and never it did. Do you. It, I never bought that album. I think I had, like I was at a friend's house, and he had it, and I was like, oh, this looks like it's pretty badass. Let's listen to that. And then it's just like, no, this is garbage. Look at the song names first, and then but make decision. she no longer remains a fan of Meatloaf. See, she learned and changed her ways. <laughs> See, I still think there's a couple of Meatloaf songs that if they show up on the radio, I will still sing to them and not skip them. His appearance in Fight Club is better than his entire musical catalog. I feel like that's a lot of music for me, Matt. A lot of, that, like, if it comes on the radio, I'm jamming out to it. And then afterwards, I'm like, you know, I really don't like this music, but I know all the words. Like a Pavlovian response? Yeah. yeah I'm that way with Summertime from Will Smith. Oh, God. It's <laughs> yeah. a good-ass song, though. So what was your other one, Matt? No, CCR. Oh, was it CCR? Yeah, yeah no. Fucking CCR, man. They are the best. Good good old Bathroom on the Right. I mean, yeah. um, Bad Moon on the Bad Rise. Bad Moon Rising. Fucking yeah. uh, Born in a Bayou. Oh, yeah. Fortunate Son. See? We could go on for days. Yeah. If we could actually name more than three songs from <laughs> that's, CCR that's off really the top the of our head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just get on into the album. Uh, if you don't know, we're doing Kingside B today. All right, before we get into the album, uh, Bethany, had you ever heard of Belly before? No. And today is like basically your first exposure to this band. Okay, that's what I thought. Anyways, today we're doing King Side B. King peaked at number 57 on Billboard's Top 200 in America, and its sales were considered disappointing to the record label after the success of Star. April of 95, they were on the cover of Rolling Stone and followed that with an appearance on David Letterman in June. In the summer of 95, Belly began touring as openers for R.E.M. in Europe, and then as headliners in the U.S. with openers Catherine Will, Super Chunk, and Jewel. What? <laughs> yeah, I know, Why right? isn't she in here today? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, Belly broke up after the last show on November 11th of 1995 at the Dragonfly in Los Angeles. Donnelly and basically the rest of the band members have never really stated clear specifics like that there was some real breaking point that they're like we're done with this 
Uh, and according to their bio, it was mainly industry pressure, financial issues, some personal conflict, and divergent creative ambitions. So this brings us back to the question we've had this whole time. Because they're opening for Jewel. Or no, they're, no, they're, they're the headliners. They're the headliners. Jewel, Jewel, is, Jewel opening. is opening for them. Radiohead was an opening band for them once. Who's the other one? The Cranberries, Cranberries. opened for this band. <sighs> yeah. No, like, they played with U2 and the Velvet Underground, and now they've opened for R.E.M. Last episode, we talked about the producer on this album. You name a rock band, he's, that dude produced them, or did so, he in some way helped that them. band. Yes, like, yeah. he's uh-huh. huge. Uh-huh. <laughs> How did this band not work? It, all the pieces are there. Yeah, the members themselves were from previously well-regarded bands. I just I'm mystified the more we learn about this band yeah, I'm as to why as yeah. to why they're like why this happens. It just makes no sense. But let's let's get on into King. First song on King Side B is King. I'm pretty sure, and I don't know if this band I'm about to reference listens to them, but I think the Star Fucking Hipsters may have inadvertently stole the opening riff from this song. It is a great opener to side B. No, oh, yeah. I can hear the singers from Star Fucking Hipsters singing in the song in my head. And in fact, I'll be sending this to my brother when I get home tonight so he can also listen and go, oh shit, you're right. Because <laughs> we'll do that with each other. Like, he'll hear a punk song and then, like, hear some radio song. Like, dude, listen to this song. They ripped them off or vice versa. But, Send me the song from Star Fucking <laughs> Hipsters. I'll let you know. Yeah, no shit. But yeah, good opener, I thought, for uh, the side B. Yeah, no, strong opener for side B. I thought it was a pretty strong song. It did remind me a lot of the stuff that they play on NPR when they do play music. NPR? Yeah, NPR, NPR plays, plays, plays or music. Or IPR, technically. Yeah, but even IPR, when I hear music on there. They do some, like, decent music sometimes. All I could think of throughout the whole song was it sounded like something from Guitar Hero. And that's the whole thing <laughs> was Guitar Hero. Oh, God, yeah, no, she's right. <laughs> Well, From the intro, it was just Guitar Hero. The intro Netflix. of Guitar Hero, or no, uh, the no, song no, made just, me like, think of it would be a Guitar Hero song because it was gotcha. so repetitive yeah. and like I, mean, I, think, I could like visualize <laughs> how to play this song yeah. in Guitar Hero. That's awesome. <laughs> I d- so the major note that I put, other than that, it was a good start to side B, was that this song sounded really safe for the band. Star side A, B King side A had a lot of like. Yeah, you tries know, it is a more for something tried and true rock yeah. and roll song. Yeah, no, this is a this is a really like this is what our sound is. Yeah, no, I hear you. This this is our baseline. Yeah, yep, yep. No, I hear you. Not bass as in B A S S, but B A S E. Yeah, no. This is this is <laughs> this is what we do good. So let's do this song. Up next was now they'll sleep. The first chunk of the song was really psychedelic, like. Huh. I don't know if I noticed that on. I didn't. That I didn't somewhat. Uh, I see what you're saying. Like. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah, kind of ish. I kind of ish. The common, common, common <laughs> cry reminded me of comma, 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 chameleon. I put the million yeah. in parentheses in my note, so. And it, you know, just as catchy. It yeah. worked the second no, time too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all made a little bit of eye contact during that. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely sounded like that. Hey, you're gonna have that. It's rock and rollers. Only so many variations. Yeah. I had no I, comment. Yeah. <laughs> no comment. I couldn't pick up on the lyrics, but it also sounded very like inspirational lady pop. It did. Pop, yeah, like it, did. It, did. it was trend yeah. right now. It was my uh, new fight song. It, I thought that it was kind of like pop rocky. It was, but this far into both sides, I know you guys didn't hear side A 
It is a heavier album still. Mm-hmm. It's maintaining no, it a heavier feel than Star. Yeah, no, it was definitely like heavy pop rock, but... And, you know, we're only two songs in, but so far, and honestly, we've already listened to them all. Yeah. Not as much vocal experimentation as there no. was on side A. I noticed that, too. Yeah, no, I didn't notice as much vocal or even instrumental yeah, experimentation. Yeah, instrumental, too, yeah. Like, there was little experimentation overall. Yeah. Uh, up next was Untitled and Unsung. Was, this was a ballady sort yeah. of song. It was a ballad. Uh, she had a little more of that country twang in her voice that was on side or side B of Star. Yep. I don't expect that I'll have this in heavy rotation. I don't know that I'll, I'll, I'll give it another listen later, but I can already no. tell. It, it's going to be my every words yeah. of this side. The belly full of wine, though, just made me giggle because they <laughs> used the band name in it. I, and they did that on the first album, too. They yep. had the song White Belly on side B. Yep. But, you know, the first time I heard the belly of... What was it again? What was the line? Belly full of wine. Belly full of wine. And then something about not sleeping or whatever. The first time I was like, that's a nice little line. They overplayed it there near the end. I think they did it like three or four times in a row. Yep. No, the first time I was like, that's actually a pretty good, like... Yeah, I kind of liked it the first few times, but I think it got overused right near the end of the song. I thought it was going to be like a one-of lyric, and then it was just God, but then they did it like four more times. Yep, yep. (sighs) What'd you think, Bethany? I agree with what everyone said. Up next... Lil Enio. <laughs> I love that name. Good old Lil Enio. Uh, I thought there was too much fuzz on the bass in the verse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that's kind of a <laughs> very nitpicky thing to say, but honestly, I just that was the thing that stood out to me the most on the verse. Uh, it did fit the chorus, though. Yep. So I get why they did it. I think the chorus on this song shines. I think I really like the chorus. I just didn't care for the verse. My, I noted that it's like a de- it's a decent pickup like into the end yep. of yep. the of the album. Yeah, it is. It's a decent pickup into the end of the song, and then there it it definitely plays good as a like second to last on an album. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, actually, I didn't notice that the first time around, but now you mention it. Yep, mm-hmm. especially with knowing what comes next. Yep. Yeah. I didn't have much to say on this song. <laughs> Did nothing but Bethany. Just the why does he have a flower in his hair? That was like the first line. It just men can have flowers in their hair. That's what you said. I knew you would say something. Headshot. So that's why I almost did say something. Hey, you know what? In Bethany's America, a man is a man (laughs) and a woman is a woman. He can. And neither shall cross paths. (laughs) Neither of the twixt shall meet. Nope. She's really not like that. I'm just messing. (laughs) So last song up, Judas, my heart. Had that twangy electric intro. <laughs> ballad. Yeah, I mean, it's another slowest song. Probably the slowest song on this album, I think. Both side A and B. I mean, yeah. I, I could be misremembering A because I haven't really got a chance to listen to it again. But I don't remember one that's been that kind of slow-paced. And I know we talked about it on Star, but you know what? It's always solid to end an album on kind of a slower song to, yeah. I guess, ease you out of the album. So another, I think, a good choice as far as where they placed it. If I pick a slow song from this album to have on my permanent playlist, this one's probably it. I enjoyed it. I think I said it sounded a little rock ballady to me. I was envisioning yeah. like hair bands going on. <laughs> Those horrible music right. videos. Oh man, I think that's a kind of a rough judgment. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I just yeah. Oh, comparing it to hair bands. Yeah, I was gonna say Ooh. comparing it to hair bands is almost a like, yeah, negative. A spit in the face. She's calling you out, Belly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I had a good like slow. Like, almost a downbeat. Like, an more focus on the downbeat than a... Right. I also noted that there was a good pickup between, like, vocal switches between the backup and the lead singers. Yep, yep. No, but I still can't I pinpoint saying. if they're the same person or not. I don't think it is. I don't either. I, but... 
I could double check, but I think they They're had. very, very, like, vocally the same. Oh, I have a feeling, like, Donnelly's doing the majority of some of these parts, but I, she's probably getting some backing support from, I can't remember her name, I think Gail may be the bassist. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts from Bethany? Well, I have four general comments huh? on, I don't know if you want me to No, say go right ahead. Okay, yeah, kick so it off general. with your final thoughts. One, people probably think we're antisocial because we're all on our phone <laughs> sitting here <laughs> at the park. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Two, makes me think of my in-laws' music. Three, are they by the same people? And then I forgot that you said it was by Belly because every song sounded the same to me. And then also, what year was this from? Uh, 95. 95. Yeah. I covered that in the just, intro yeah, if you had bothered to listen as I was talking. Apparently. We were being antisocial and on our phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So those were my general. It's not typical music I listen to. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. She's also calling you out, Billy. <laughs> that's, that's two calls out in yeah. this recording. Well, we got to start screening these fucking guests if yeah, they no. bag on this band. Dude, guys, come on. Yeah, keep it civil. <laughs> I think you guys are the ones who are being uncivil. <laughs> Kelly, you're up. I enjoyed it. It's not something that I would be, like excited to listen to like I don't really have my own like USB drive where I listen to music but I'm sure I'd recognize it if it came on the radio somewhere for some reason but let me know if it does I'd be surprised (laughs) if Kelly were listening to 90s on 9 yeah but other than that I don't hate it between this and side A which would you prefer to listen to again I'd actually prefer star side A I gotcha so, my overall for Side B of King would be, it's nothing really new for the group, which kind of disappointed me because there was a lot of, like, let's try this out right on on the previous three that we've listened to. Otherwise, it was a really good sound. They've really identified, like, what they do well. Yeah. Yeah. No? I see that. So, between the two, because you've listened to both, which one are you throwing on? Star or King? King, actually. King? Just because so? I, I wasn't a huge fan of Star Side B. Star Side B really drug it down. I'm going to agree with you. If I had to choose one album or the other to listen to, I'd choose this one. I like that they went a little heavier. Yeah. But I still prefer overall Star Side A and the experimentation that occurred on that album. Yes. Though, I wish they had went Star Side A musical experimentation, King Side B vocal experimentation. Yeah. They had melded those two pieces. And I'd love to hear that. All right. <laughs> all right. Get to work. Start working on it. I have all of them, so I can definitely make that out. No, no, I don't mean mixing the title, the tracks together. New I'm tracks. I'm talking the styles that they did. No, yeah. We, the, the ex- vocal experimentation on side A of King. If you, yeah. With the musical experimentation of star side A. Man, I that's going to be something else, I think. You think they do that on Dove? I hope so. I do too. I really hope that Dove, they just, it all comes together and it's just a perfect fit. Neither, neither one's bad. I think side B of Star kind of drug it down, like you said. I don't think there's really anything in particular that drug this album out. I just think it was a safer album. Side B especially. Like yeah, side A, there was yeah, some experimentation. With that, there was with some. those vocals, yeah. There definitely was. Next week, we're going to do Dove Side A. So the tracks on there are Stars Align, Shiny One. Girl, Faceless, and Suffer the Fools. Five again. Yep, five again. Huh. Anything else you'd like to add, Matt? Not at this point. Let's go disc. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
follow us on Twitter at Frisky Discs. You can find this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find your podcasts.